Hello, kids. This is Risk, the show where people tell true stories they never thought they'd dare to share. I'm Kevin Allison, and every Thursday we release these special episodes where we look back at content from our earlier years. Every other Thursday we feature just one classic story from the vaults. We ask that you keep the historical context in mind. Today, in 2021, there's a different consciousness. We've always asked storytellers to speak in as unfiltered a way as possible, and yet to tell their stories with as much compassion as possible. Even so, I'm sure the storytellers and the host might have worded some of what they said on these old episodes differently if they'd been recorded more recently. As always, the title of the whole series, Risk, is itself a content warning. This week, a story that Josie Spadoni first shared on the show in April of 2014. Here's Josie now with the story we call, You Asked For It. Thanks for coming out. Now, before I start this, I should share something with you. I want you all to know that I was raised Southern Baptist and sent to Catholic school, and that explains everything. Okay? Story takes place in 1997. It was a typical Indian summer afternoon. I'm at work with my coworkers, Mr. Selectra, Mr. Somega and Fiona. We're watching TV in the lounge. The doorbell rings. Now we know when the doorbell rings, there's gonna be some strange requests going on because that's what you do when you drive through some alleys to get to a warehouse in Reseda <laughs> in the middle of the afternoon. We open up the door and this guy is in his early 30s. He looks just like Val Kilner did in Willow. With me, ladies? Hot, hot, hot. And I'm thinking, this is cool because somebody's getting paid to touch him. Awesome. Well, we listened to his request. He wanted to be castrated. The other three girls opt out. They're like, this is too crazy. I can't deal with this. One even said, when you just like a nice spanking. But I love a challenge. <laughs> yeah. So, I took him into our little office looking room. We had several rooms. I put on my lab coat and a stethoscope. We need to have a consultation as to why he wanted to be castrated. I knew it had to be one of three reasons. Either he loved excruciating pain, or maybe he just wanted to feel more feminine. Or maybe like most guys, he thought most of his bad decisions were made because of his dick. So I asked them professionally, okay, do you mind telling us why we should perform this procedure? And he says, because I do my worst thinking with my unit. I said, what do you mean? He said, well, if 
I had been thinking clearly, I wouldn't have married that skank that took half my money. I said, what else? He goes, well, I wouldn't have been banging that 17-year-old. I'm like, okay. Dick's gotta go. <laughs> so, I reached into my file cabinet and pulled out a release form that says, you cannot send me to jail after I do to you what you wanted me to do to you. I called a notary. It was worth the five bucks to have the mobile notary come out. <laughs> so he could see I was serious about this. <laughs> so I told him to meet me at the dungeon at eight o'clock the next morning. Now we had a beautiful medical room. It had a little operating table. It had a table with little shiny things on a tray. It had AC. <laughs> so I knew I was gonna set it for 65. I also had a spray bottle full of water and Benadine to give that nice medicinal smell. I knew how I was gonna do that part, but I had to really rack my brain. How am I gonna make this happen? So I had to go shopping. And there was no Walmart in Southern California at the time, so I had to make several stops. So I went to the supermarket and I bought a quart of Cairo syrup, a large bottle of red food coloring, and a small bucket of beef brains. Got a razor, got shave cream. Went to Walgreens, got a razor, got more shaving cream, and I decided maybe I needed a manicure kit too since I was just there. <laughs> oh yeah, had to get a jar of Icy Hot. I had to call my dentist friend for a tube of xylocaine. I don't know if you're familiar with xylocaine, but it is the most powerful, topical, anesthetic money can buy. And I had to swing by a sex shop and buy a dildo. I didn't have the money for the floppy packing dildo that lesbians like to wear. So I just got a cheap one and boiled it. <laughs> nice and floppy. <laughs> nice and floppy. So, he shows up, 7.55, all ready for his surgery. Fiona, our house sub, was helping me because she followed directions really well. And she was kind of into it, too. So I'm thinking to myself, you know, there's got to be something in it for me, right? i tell you what was in it for me. He was willing to pay $1,000 for this, and I was going to keep 600 of it. That's what was in it for me. Yeah, well, whatever. So, we lay him out, we laid him out on our little operating room table. Fiona and I changed into our scrubs. As we were getting dressed and we put on our latex gloves, the snap of the glove made his little penis perk up a little bit. That isn't what this was about for me. So we pulled the sheet over him, 
And using our manicure scissors, we cut out a little square. Kept everything else nice and covered for modesty's sake. <laughs> Trimmed all the hair with the manicure scissors and got busy with the razors. He was nice and bald. <laughs> so I had Fiona pick up the hand mirror so he could see his genitalia and say goodbye to his little friend. He wasn't going to see it again. Yeah, it was good. So I told him to close his eyes. He didn't need to see any of this. I could see him tensing up. I could see him getting harder as this was going on, and I didn't like that, so I slapped it a couple times really hard. <laughs> that was a part of my program. So I had my little bucket of our Cairo red food coloring movie blood, our little pieces of beef brains, and my little floppy boiled dildo to the side. Fiona had all our nice, sharp, shiny scalpels and instruments already, along with a giant needle with dental floss in it so we could sew him together when we were all done. I carefully put the Icy Hot in my right hand. I put the Xylocaine in my left hand. I grabbed the base. A tear welled up in his eye. About two seconds later, I totally coated his penis with the Xylocaine. He didn't feel it, it was gone. It went down. That's about when he decided to scream like a bitch. <laughs> I looked at him and said, but you asked for it. Fiona, with the perfect timing, put the little bits of bloody beef bits on his crotch, held up the mirror, and said, what do you think? <laughs> I took the end of my floppy dildo, dip it in the movie blood, and go, here you go, what do you think? <laughs> he turned red. He turned white. He turned blue. And honestly, I was getting off on a job well done. I mean... It was very satisfying, actually. <laughs> but I wasn't done. So I had Fiona pick up the needle with the dental floss and said, she's about to show you shut now. And all he could see was her hand doing like this. And I had the bloody dildo on my hand. I said, did you want to keep it? Want to touch it? Well, needless to say, after 45 seconds of watching this guy freak out, watching a little tear roll down his eye, and watch him look like, why the hell did I want to do this? I let him in on the fact that I faked the whole thing. <laughs> now, the thing that really killed me is I saw that guy once a month 
for the next four months for the exact same thing. <laughs> and, you know, I wonder why I can't get a dinner date. Anyway, thank you. That's all for this week's Classic Risk Singles episode. Now, don't miss out on our regular full-length episodes. There's a brand new one every Tuesday. And everything you might want to know about us is at risk-show.com.